You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. All right, full admission, uh, 50% of the show has admitted that they fell asleep and did not see the umpiring drama live in Los Angeles last night. But that's not going to stop Pat and I from bitching about it on the show no, here today. No. Well, I, did, I haven't seen a replay of the Kirilov pitches, but uh, oh. obviously they were apparently the Dodger. Even the Dodger broadcaster said, uh, those aren't strikes. But the foul ball, I saw that. I was, what What the hell? What, okay, the, the, real quick, the, Do- the Dodger broadcast, and if you get a chance – I, I retweeted it from Awful Announcing, and you can hear, uh-huh. I think, I think that's yeah. the, the, the Bramer Morneau call, but yeah. but then they sent, on the follow-up tweet, Awful Announcing posted the Dodger broadcast call, and at the end of the clip, the Dodger broadcasters said, well, I guess we'll take it, and then the, the other guy jumps in and says, that's impossible for hitters. <laughs> the Dodger broadcast is saying, the way Phil Cuzzy is calling these balls and strikes makes it impossible for Alex Kirloff, so yeah. yeah. So they were uh, what, three inches off the plate, basically. A couple of pitches, three inches off the plate. So, oh well. And then, uh, but the foul ball. Now that was uh, that was uh, you know it hit the line, but it was going right, and it was hit like fifty feet from the base when it hit the line, right? And it was going right, and it was it looked eight inches foul when it hit the ground. Be I mean behind him, obviously it's a long hop, but. Uh, what the hell was it? I don't know. What, what How could you not review that though? That you can't. You, you don't. That's the incredible it's thing. Well, why do I? Yeah. Why not? Do I have review. <laughs> yeah. Why? Why? Why is this the one thing you can't review? I don't. I I, I remember a play like that last year saying, "Huh? Why not? Why not? What's what's what what would be the reason not to? It's it's ridiculous. Maybe because maybe their logic is well. With everything else that you can review at this point, it's it's kind of a binary. Did it go inside or outside the foul pole, or did the uh-huh. did the ball beat the runner to the base? And in this case, they're saying, well, it's an imaginary line when the ball's in the air crossing the bag. Uh-huh. I agree with you guys, by the yeah, way. I mean, so then slow uh, it down and take a well, look at it if you need to. How many plays are there like that a year? Twenty. It's not like I mean, there's not. You know the if. If it's egregious, you should be able to look at it. You know, that's as that's as bad as it gets right there from what I looked at on the replay. I didn't see it live, so but but somebody sent out a some some guy who's a big Dodger booster sent it out and said, This is terrible, <laughs> you know. The twins should be how come Rocco didn't get ejected? Did he not even come out? Sure, no. He did not. And it, it it's odd because post game he complained about it. Yeah. In his quotes. Um, so well, it's weird that he complained about it, but I don't think he, he even came out to talk to the, uh, first base umpire about it. Yeah. Well, I know. I mean, he, he obviously knew that he couldn't get him to reverse it and he probably would have gotten ejected if he came out and screamed, but, but why not? <laughs> you know, I mean, he's, that's kind of his deal now, right? To raise hell for, uh, for his team. Uh, here's what's interesting to me though. You got Cuzzy at the plate. And this other guy is going to be at the plate tonight. 
Do you make it out of if you come out for the pregame meeting? Do you make it out? Do you make it to the first pitch? Do you make it to the first pitch? Oh, I love that. Get you tossed know, at home plate. I, love at it too. Plate. I think you have to send them the as lineup card. Yeah. You suck. Bang. Yeah, yeah. Phil, Phil, both those pitches were four inches outside. And then, hey, dummy, that ball was fouled by eight inches. And yeah. see what they say. So you know, uh, we, we have the, I, by the way, as we're, we're speaking here, the umpire scorecard for Phil Cuzzy literally just came out as we're talking right yes. now. If you guys follow Ump Scorecards on Twitter, mm-hmm. so of the 68 called strikes, he missed 10 of them last night. Really? Including both of those to cure off for the yes. end? So, yeah, okay. He missed 10 out of 68 that were called. Well, yeah, the, his, oh, his oh, top two most impactful missed, they have impactful missed calls based on, like, how mm-hmm. urgent the situation is in the yes, game. The number, the number one, top of the 10th, Bickford to Kirilov. Number two, top of the tenth, Bickford to Kirilov. <laughs> what do you do? I mean, if you're a manager, what do you do? Can you go? Can you? Are you allowed to go down to their room before the game? You know, if you don't do it at home plate, can you go down and say, "Hey, you missed both those pitches." What are you going to do about it? You know, That's or, probably not advised. I like Aaron Boone. I don't mean. I mean, the Yankees have a. I think the Yankees have a worse record than the Twins this yeah. year. And Aaron, Aaron Boone's perpetually on the hot seat, but yeah, right. I kind of love what Aaron what Aaron Bo- he did it again yesterday. He came out umpire had there was a couple couple mm-hmm. low below the zone call mm-hmm. the strike. He walks out in the middle of the Aaron Judge at bat. He gets he gets tossed from the dugout. Mm-hmm. And then he comes out for like 5 minutes and just berates a hole through the umpire's skull, mm-hmm. gets his money's worth and then walks yeah. out the field. Yeah. And, ju- and and Judge hits a home run on the next pitch. Yes, yeah, he hit, he, was he hit two and Twice in three games now he's hit two. He makes a little difference when he gets back. But, yeah, it's, uh, you know, hey, you come back from the dead in that game. You were dead right off the bat when he gave up two home runs in the first inning. And you come back, probably their feistiest game of the year, and then they, then you get hosed. I, I, I don't think I'd last. It's kind of like Whitey. When Denkinger died this week, I remember Whitey, game seven of the World Series. I remember Andahar and him both get run in the first inning. And, and Whitey comes out and says, ah, yeah, bleep this last night anyway. Den Kinger, you know, and they threw him out of the game, you know, because the, the worst call ever. And uh, Den Kinger, and, uh, and he gets thrown out of the first inning. I, I, I mean, I don't know what you accomplish. If that guy's – I was looking this kid up, and I think he's a rookie this year, but he's been one of these guys that's been filling in. Because I saw a big argument he was having when he was wearing a mask, you know. Mm-hmm. So he was, you know, from back from 2000, he was up as a fill-in, but uh, about balls and strikes. And uh, so he's been around for a while, but I think this is his first year, or whatever his name is, Lingenfeld or whatever the hell his name is. But anyway. Well, that's uh, also, I, I feel like I, I update this technological advances list every three years. I think the first time I started doing this was on our show like 13 years ago, Pat. So it's 2023. I don't even blame Phil Cuzzy anymore or the or the mm. first base some guy. It's 2023. We now have self-driving vehicles. We have yeah. AI technology <laughs> that can do anything that replace humans. We yes. have we, we we recently put a rover on an asteroid. I found out this morning. Mm-hmm. Uh, tennis has had that Hawkeye technology for yes, like right. 15 years, and we're yeah. still running Phil Cuzzy out there to flip coins behind home plate. <laughs> And whoever this random guy is to flip a coin at first base, it's in, it's at this point it's no longer their faults. It's Major League Baseball. Yeah, yes, but the play at first base is like 
Well, you know, any human should be able to call that a foul ball. You know, it's a, but what, what the hell was he thinking? What was he? Yeah. You, know, you, could, you could tell from the third base angle. Re, like they had a replay yeah. from like the third base angle. You could tell it was foul from that angle. Yes. Just get uh, it right though. Just just go back and watch it. What I mean, yeah, that yeah. takes one review to be like, yes. like, like you yeah. can review home runs. I think it's because the ball. I think it's because the call was in front of the bag. Like yes. some silly, log, illogical thing. But if you can review a home run call, why yes. can't you review any? Oh, hey, you know what? I screwed up. That's a foul ball right yes. the back. You know, this is yes. not hard. Not no, no. Why? Why that one? I, I don't know. They're, they've done so many smart things this year with the clock and everything, and yet they still say. You can't review that one. Okay, yeah. why not? You know, you know what? What's the NFL? Does the NFL? What does the NFL have that you can't review? That's silly. Is there's they have one too. That's uh, you know they there's everybody's got a couple of them that aren't reviewable. Well, why not? That's it's unbelievable. But anyway, it, they wasted uh, they wasted a uh, a plucky offensive performance. That's for sure. Larnick, hey, is Larnick? Uh, now, we got excited about him early in the year, and then he ended up striking out on every breaking ball he ever saw for about uh, two weeks. So it'll be interesting to see if this time it sticks, maybe, and he becomes a, you know, he becomes a productive member of the uh, operation here. But he's hit really well since he came back, so we'll find out. Yeah. yeah. Here's what? the thing, too, Patrick. Trace Thompson, you need to throw him a strike. Yes, he's a strikeout yeah. machine. Like, yeah, what are we getting cute for with Trace Thompson for? No, no, just throwing fastballs. Did I do a tirade about this yesterday? I think I did with you, but not on. You got you got a ten run lead. You got a whole Vonnie Moran uh, who can't throw strikes. Right? He's ten runs ahead, three two count. They got him trying to hit the outside corner with a breaking ball. For God's sakes, rip it up underhand over the plate and see what happens. They got this guy who, who's the only reason he's no good is because he doesn't throw strikes. And they got him. Oh, let's, you know, this guy can't hit sliders. Well, guess what? We don't care. We just want to strike. Just, oh, just put the ball in play. And if he gets a hit, who cares? The next guy yes. can come up. You're up by 10 runs. <laughs> yeah, right. They, God, they do a lot of stupid things. As they catch you, you know, we get the, the Josh call scouting report five hours ahead of time saying, throw this guy breaking balls. Not now. <laughs> yeah. Hey, did we, uh, did, did we let Ploof talk last night? Judd, I saw you texting about Ploof. Oh. Not, yeah, not why didn't we have sleep. him on the broadcast? Why didn't he talk? We had him where Perk is now. We we have yes. found a, we have found a way to banish the third guy who should be in the booth to the field. Yes. I'm just gonna guess I know why. But yeah, we barely let Ploof talk and we occasionally allowed him, we brought him in. It was a so complete waste is, of Ploof's time to go there. Is Bally's oh. treating him as if well he was just kind of a, a role player ten years ago that not that many people have heard of? Because they should be treating him like one of no. the highest profile base by yes, baseball media like guys Perk in the country. Now. Which, which yeah, he's doing what Perk is doing, but they're but this way they don't have to pay for getting him on a flight to fly him to California. So he's living in California, so they're going to use him for these six games. But they didn't let him say anything, 
And I'm sorry, I love Justin Morneau, but shut up. God almighty, stop your babbling about nothing. Three pitches, you're still babbling on a low tone. You can barely hear it, and you're not saying anything. Make your point and get the hell out of there. God almighty, it's just awful. This it's is going to sound awful. weird, Patrick, but you should actually teach Bally's classes on dead air. They need to allow – They nobody ever allows – it's baseball, okay? It yes. goes on for a while, and, and it lends itself – when Carlos Correa comes up and he's getting his ass booed, just allow yeah. us to hear the boos. Yes, yes. I don't need yes. to talk Make a crack about the, the boos. Make a crack about the boos. But Justin, because he had ploof there – was talking more than ever, like he was having a conversation with him. But meanwhile, there have been three pitches thrown, and Ploof still hasn't said anything. Somebody do something with this guy. Send him to school. Shut up. God almighty, he just goes on and on and on, and he never makes the point. Make a point and go away. You know, you know uh, what's funny about this? Like this is, this is all of this kind of plays into baseball just being it's it's everything we've been talking about from yeah. Phil Cuzzy needlessly blowing ten yes. balls because yeah. he refused to to bring technology yeah. in to 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 these like these old crusty stuffy baseball broadcasts where all right we're gonna sit behind the desk in polo shirts and and or ties and discuss the big topics of the game tonight. And then we're going to have the standard big voice play-by-play guy and the former player. And tr- like, So the Minnesota Twins, if you're looking to reach a young audience, all right? Yeah. The Minnesota Twins have 24,000 YouTube subscribers, and it's not for lack of trying. Like, the Twins pump out content on the regular. They do series and stuff. They have 24,000 YouTube subscribers. Trevor Plouffe, who, by the way, is a co-founder of John Boy Media now. He is yeah. bought in. He's a part of their daily presence. Yeah. John Boy Media has millions of YouTube followers. <laughs> you have, you're, you're trying to reach a young audience. You're trying to be more entertaining. You're trying to be more innovating. And you get a guy like Trevor Plouffe in your lap, Major League Baseball or the yeah. Twins, and you just, like, stuff him in the camera well. Dude, yeah. you should be begging Trevor Plouffe to help you with your media product. Yeah, we never uh, we never brought that up either. It's just, hey, Trevor, uh, you know, and I, I, I tell you, I, I, listen, I watch six innings, maybe five or six innings. And did, what, Judd, you watch the how, how often did he speak? Three times in six innings, maybe? Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 I mean, I mean when Dick brought he, he can't, he can't he's talk. He's a podcaster. That's what we got. He's a pod, he, he's a podcaster now. That's oh, what we can't. God. But we can't, you can't get, I'm, I don't blame, I don't know who I blame as far as not shutting up Morneau so Poof can say something. You know, first of all, Dick has to get him into the conversation, right? Yeah. You know, but at some point you got to say, all right, Justin, enough. We're going to listen to Poof now because you're never going to make your point. We realize that you're never going to get where you're starting to go here, it's not happening. You're just going to still be talking in your mumbling voice four batters later. So we got to go to Ploof now and see what he thinks. Because you know who's figured it out, though, pretty good. Perky introduces himself in there, and he does okay when he's down on the field. But Ploof is new at it. You got to get him involved. And he, he was, I was saying, is, is he still there? Like put, him, put him in the booth. 
Just put yeah, in the right. Booth. That, yeah, they could do that too. The Mets yeah. have a three-man booth. It's one of the most entertaining yeah. booths in baseball. Did you hear that clip where the Mets just absolutely destroyed the Nationals' PR department and and Major League Baseball for the four-hour rain delay that got uh, bumped the next day? And oh, it winds no. up it, might, it winds up being you know who who are the uh, who's the mustache guy from the eighties that used Keith to play Hernandez. Keith Hernandez, Ron Darling, and Ron yeah. Darling. They just are like they and those guys are you know, those guys are like seventy yeah. now, but yeah, it, but it's a three-man booth. They make it work. It's yeah. entertaining. You know, I think I think my guess is Dick probably views Trevor as, oh yeah, he was the the kid who played for the Twins ten years ago and had like that one summer where he hit some home runs, and now yeah. he's a podcaster. This I podcast thing. Yeah. No, he's yeah. he's he's huge now. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know. Did they have him on a pregame show? They should have like yes. had him do ten minutes on the pregame show. As to hey, this is this is what I'm doing, and blah blah blah. I don't. I don't. It's. You know, God, I, I hate it because I, I hate to be that mean to Morty because he's a great guy and I like him and I say hello to him. But, God, it's terrible. It's awful. I mean, I know there's people who feel I'm a babbling idiot, too. I don't blame you. But <laughs> come on. Make a point. Make he, he was his, I thought he was getting a little better. He said it's all-time worse last night. And I think it was because Ploof was there. So he thought he was having a conversation with him. And, it was brutal. They should. I mean, I, I would, it would honestly, if if it was just Ploof and Morno talking oh, about God. whatever they wanted, just like a podcast, no. while you watch you, the game in front of you, you'd have to have uh, Ploof do the, the to remind people what happened on the field, though, because yeah, Morno. Li- yeah, you wouldn't need to call every. You wouldn't need to interrupt with every two o. Well, I've always said that Smalley and somebody would be a, with Smalley as the surrogate play-by-play guy would be uh, good with a platinum or something. guy in the radio booth can do it perfectly. Provost does it perfectly. You just need a traffic cop. Yeah, but gets out you, of like, way. you like listening to him on a radio too. A radio, it's more important to have a play-by-play guy than yep. it is in, in TV. So Agreed. This is a whole nother street, but I would say that uh, in terms of audience size... <laughs> TV radio compared to 10 years ago, I think at some point it would be a good time. I'm bringing Ricey and Sujure back. That was good. <laughs> how about bringing me back? I'd be playing. Marty, where are you going here? <laughs> you know, I, would, I wouldn't say shut up. I'd just say, is there an end point here? Is there something that we're going to end it here? Is there a point you're, are we trying to get somewhere with this, Marty? Come on, baby. Tell me. Give me a hint. You know? <laughs> Morning's like, it takes me a while to get to my nut graph, Pat. If you, can just yeah, it, you know, morning talks like I write. You know, that's right. Yeah. So maybe I should be forgiving of him then. So uh, what the In hell? 1976, the twins did this. And yes. then you get to like, yes. modern day. Yeah, that's the worst call at second, at first base, at a foul ball since that game in 1978. Wouldn't you agree, Morning? Yeah, so anyway. Uh, bad loss, though, last night. It's nice to see him plucky, though. Let's see. How many runs in the last three games now? 11, 16, and 8? Oh, yeah, we're back. Mm-hmm. The offense yeah. is back, baby. Mm-hmm. To some degree, it's back. Yes, it is. Boy, that uh, – those those Dodger fans are nuts with Correa, though. I didn't realize oh, it was yeah. that bad. God Almighty, it's oh, still. Yeah. Uh, but they had fifty thousand last night because it was a bobblehead night. Mookie Betts bobblehead night. Mookie Betts bobblehead. It's Mookie, a great Mookie, one. I saw it. Diving Amazing. catch. Mookie making yeah, a nice diving, diving catch. catch. God, what a gold mine that place is. And the funny thing is, they showed it at in the first inning, and it was half empty. 
They're still getting into the parking yeah. lot there. Greatest Larry David ever when he gets the hooker <laughs> to go with him. He gets the chubby hookers to go with him so he can use the, 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 the carpool lane. The carpool lane to get to Dodger <laughs> Stadium. <laughs> and it's not a joke. The traffic is unbelievable when they, they start. But God, that place has been there. I think they played three years in a Coliseum. So that ballpark's been there since 62 when they. Yeah. You know, the location is, you know, the old Mexican uh, ghetto, basically, there. And uh, and they built it in there and moved all these houses out. It's, it's uh, You guys ever been there? Hell Never. No. no. A yeah. bunch of times. The parking lot, very confusing. Yeah. I've, I, yes. Yeah. I was there. It was 2001. Don and I lost the car and walked around with the, <laughs> oh, yeah, the car for 45 the, minutes hitting that damn thing. The parking it. lot, you got no shot because it's circle. It's a yeah, circle. Yeah. So if, you're, if you go out a different gate, you're completely screwed. <laughs> it's terrible. You know, writing after the game, I could find my car because two hours after the game, there's not – although out there you get done earlier because of deadlines back then, but uh, – uh, it's, but it's um, unbelievable what a franchise that has been. It's just, just, I mean, 3 million routinely, it's a bad year if they don't draw 3 million. It's incredible. Yeah. So. All right. And well, then they got the umpires on their side too. So God almighty, what else? Sid would be going nuts, Pat. How oh, can God. it be the Dodgers, the fans, <laughs> the umpires? I hope Rocco gets thrown out at the inter- at the lineup guards today. I hope he gets thrown Tweet out. I hope so, too. That's a great the idea. New feisty, the new feisty guard. Uh, uh, Guardy would have been. Oh, yeah, Guardy would not have made it to the end of the night. Scott, Scotty Alger would have been uh, on the top step the rest of the night. It would have been an Earl Weaver carrying me off the field. Guardy would have laid down on the my first base and had to be carried out like my greatest moment ever when Weaves laid down between the pitcher's mound and, and home plate and they had to pick him up and carry him off the field. Yes. That's what we need. All right. See Amazing. You. All right, there he is. That's Pat. Now, that was a good therapeutic vent session there. If you're looking for therapy, Minnesota sports fans, how about some throttle therapy? Cruise the water with luxury on a brand new Bennington pontoon from Power Lodge, the Twin Cities' newest Bennington dealer. Power Lodge with locations in Brainerd, Onamia, Ramsey, and Miller Marine of St. Cloud, Judd. Phil Cuzzy cannot affect you, your mood <laughs> on the water in those babies because they're absolutely the perfect place for, for throttle therapy, which I would describe, Phil, as really Minnesota sports therapy, which we all need this time of year. Phil Cuzzy cannot find you and derail your evening at Power Lodge or Miller Marine. PowerLodge.com and MillerMarine.com. Royce, truly unchained today.